Do you dream of having time and money freedom? Are you looking for ways to enjoy business and life harmony or just to improve your business and yourself? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with your host, Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn from experts in business, leadership, personal development, and mindset to help you create your ideal business lifestyle, whatever that means for you. And now, here's your host, Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom and I'm your host, Shirley Dalton. I'm on a mission to help you reclaim your freedom and create your ideal business lifestyle. As the number one authority on proven profitable processes, I help you get your business under control, grow yourself and your team so that your business works for you and your team, giving you more money, more time and less stress. And if you'd like to know more, I invite you to visit ShirleyDalton.com. In my role as radio and TV show host, I bring you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And we're coming to you from Australia, and I don't know if you can hear our cockatoos out there, but uh, every morning they fly over and they make quite a noise, and it's quite off-putting. But anyway, they're gone now. (laughs) So anyway, bringing you additional experts to help you improve your business and your life. And today we're talking with founder of Gratitude Inspired Living, Yasmin Nguyen about how to create three weeks of additional freedom this year for more joy, connection and clarity. Welcome, Yasmin. Thank you so much, Charlie. What an honor to be on your show. Yasmin, I'm really looking forward to today. As I was doing my research for the show, I was looking up over your Facebook pages and your website, and I just love what you're doing. You know, we're um, often reminded to be grateful for what we have. And for those of us who have studied the law of attraction and other spiritual and universal laws, we're familiar with how much being grateful can positively affect our lives. But I have to say, you're the first person I know who is actively running a business that is 100% dedicated to gratitude. In fact, you're committed to inspiring over 1 million acts of gratitude to grow magnificent relationships, businesses and communities. Plus, you also host the Gratitude Hacks podcast. An entrepreneur, lifestyle coach and speaker for the past 17 years, you help business leaders in transition to create space to figure out what's next in their career and life so that they show up more joyful, confident and connected with their purpose. And for leaders who already have a successful business, you help them discover, design and live a great life full of freedom, joy and connection. And that's what we're all about here at Reclaim Your Freedom. So I can't wait for you to share your story and your tips. Yasmin, you believe that when we intentionally create space for ourselves through what you call a retirement day practice, we practice a good life. We practice being the best version of ourselves and we practice creating moments that matter. On the verge of complete burnout, and many of our listeners can most likely relate to this, you discovered a new way of living and working that healed your body, deepened your relationships and grew your business. But before we get to your burnout and recovery, let's start with your family story, your family seeking freedom. Yes, thank you so much, Shirley, for the introduction. And and what a gift to be here with, with you and your, your audience. Uh, my family, when we talk about freedom, I can't help but think about how I received freedom from my parents. My family and I, we uh, were from, uh, from Vietnam. And in 1978, when the communists had come, over, come down and taken over the southern part in Saigon, my parents realized that it was no longer a place in which they could raise their kids and have the freedom and the, the choices that they wanted. 
Mm-hmm. See, my dad was was an engineer uh, who studied in in Melbourne in Australia, oh, really? and my mom my mom was a French teacher, and so both of them had Western ideas and and influence, and so they were susceptible to being abducted at any point in time coming from the home from the market or from work, and so their greatest fear was to have their children grow up without without parents. And so they had made plans to leave the country during the middle of the night because we couldn't just buy a plane ticket and and, and leave the country. And so they saved up enough money, they made arrangements so that we would sneak out during the middle of the night into the jungle. And we had to go separate from my dad because we had this fear that if we were detected as an entire family that we would all be detained. And so it was my mother I was five years old, my sister was three, and my brother was one, and my grandmother. And we made our way out through the jungle, and we met up a, uh, a gentleman that had a boat that would take us to the mouth of the river where we would meet, meet my dad. And as we got there, my mom was looking all over, and she you know, couldn't find him. And so she had to make, had to make a decision to go ahead and go uh, without knowing what happened to her husband. And so over the course of the next two days, as we drifted um, uh, out to sea, we were hidden underneath um, where the fish were stored. And this was a fishing boat. And so there was about 40 people and there's there's no water, no food, no places to go to the bathroom. And as you can imagine, the stench from the experience was just so unbearable. And for the children, many of them were were drugged so that they couldn't didn't cry out and you know make noises so that we were would be detected. Wow! And so finally, finally, when we made it out to sea to the uh, to international waters, we felt like it was safe enough to open up the hatch and and people you know came back to life just with this rush of, of air. And and as we sat there in the middle of the ocean, our goal was to to uh, to bring um, awareness to ships that were were passing by to to hopefully rescue us and mm-hmm. they just kept passing and finally there was this one oil tanker uh, that was a French oil tanker that navigated close to us without crushing our, our small vessel and uh, and so we were trying to communicate with them uh, to, to help us and the only one of the few people on the boat who could speak French happened to be my mom and so she was able to communicate and unfortunately, they told us that they, they couldn't just pick us up, but they could provide us with some provisions so that we can continue our journey. And as they started to load you know, the, the food and, and, and supplies, all of a sudden we hear this cry that, oh, my gosh, there's water. We're, we're sinking. We're going to die. And it became this dire rescue situation. And so the captain finally got permission to to rescue us. And I remember my, my mom and my grandmother having to scale the side of the ship through a rope ladder, like almost a, a, a five-story building Wow! to get up to the ship. And then for the children, they had these, these big potato sacks that they would throw them in and bring them aboard. And so once we got to the, uh, my mom was sharing with me that, you know, once she got on board, she could see our ship slowly sinking and disappearing into the water. And over the course of the next two weeks, we made our way to South Korea, where the the ship was was based. And then, through the help of a um, of the uh, a nonprofit organization called the IRC, which is the International Rescue Committee, that helps place fam- refugee families into different homes and and countries, we elected to go to France because my mother's sister was there. And while we lived there, uh, she was able to get in contact with my other grandmother back in Vietnam to find out what happened to my dad. Mm-hmm. And ap- apparently he 
he tried to meet up with us and he was captured. He was taken to jail. He was questioned for almost 60 days. And finally, he was released and he tried to leave a couple more times and ended up in Malaysia. So we were in France and he was in a, a refugee camp in Malaysia. And he told us to go ahead and come to America. And so that's what we did is we made our way through to New York and then down to Texas. And then it took another nine months for him to get his paperwork done. And we were finally reunited um, in uh, 1980. And so when I think about freedom, when I think about sacrifice and I think about gratitude, it, you know, I can't help but think about the sacrifices that my parents went through for me and my siblings and family to to have you know this life where we actually had choice and and that um, we can uh, make a difference. I had chills running up my my spine all over me as you were telling me that story. You know, I could just imagine that, and um, God, that must have been terrifying. You know, and how much courage your parents have got, as you say, how much commitment, and then mm -hmm. for you as a five-year-old, man, mm -hmm. <laughs> gee whiz. Um, yeah. Yeah, in, in Australia we have um, a, uh, a lot of talk about that politically. You know, we call, mm -hmm. them the, we call people that are uh, making a dash for freedom boat people and, you know, whether the government, right. yeah, is going to allow them to, to basically... Uh, come ashore and you know it's 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 a real big issue and gee when you hear the human side of the story like it just shouldn't be you know it just should be like mm -hmm. help help people and and I think you know that's certainly shaped your life um man I'm just yeah listening to that is just Absol incredible absolutely and in addition to my parents I can't help but you know thank the ship's captain, the the nonprofit organization, everyone who played a role in making it possible for me to be here. Absolutely, and you know, I I think what we'll do is um, let's let's just let people take that story in and think about that and imagine that and really get into a place of gratitude for themselves for for what they have. You know, I'm sitting here complaining about our cockatoos making a noise in the in the background and I mean really when you put it into perspective it's like yeah really <laughs> so and and in fact I can share just a quick story with you I actually mm -hmm. visited Vietnam oh, just oh. when I'd started my business it was about 11 years ago and I was uh, speaking over there at a conference and you know I'd not been to Asia before and I you know I have to say from from what I had experienced in my life, it was a big shock. And mm -hmm. when we when we came back, we were getting air conditioning put through the house because I'd left my corporate job and I was just starting my own business from home and thought, oh, I'd need to be cool. You know, so we've got the <laughs> air conditioning man who was about four foot high and looked like a, a small version of Santa Claus or a gnome. He's a lovely man. Anyway, they've put all of the ladders and everything around and we had beautifully polished floorboards. And as he's putting the air conditioning ducts in and um, at the end of it, he's cleaned it all up and then pulled the sheets away and then I hear this, oh, Shirley, and I think, oh, God, what's happened? And I go out and there's all of these gouges in this beautifully polished floorboard. Oh, no. Yeah. But but here was the thing for me. You know, I've looked at him and I've looked at the floorboards and I've looked back at him and I think he was expecting me to, I don't know, explode or, or I don't know what he expected. And I looked at that 
And I thought, you know what, I, it was a week ago that I came back from Vietnam and mm -hmm. seeing how other people lived, I looked at him and I said, don't worry about it. And he's mm. like, he couldn't believe it. And I thought, no, that's going to be a reminder to me. Every time I look at those scratches in the floorboards, that's a reminder to me to actually be grateful for what I have. And so, you know, it's just, it's incredible, isn't it, what we start to take for granted. And then when we hear mm -hmm. a story like yours and the courage and the commitment and the dedication of your, your parents and what they went through uh, really puts it in perspective. So... We're going to take a short break here and then when we come back, we also want to come and talk about your verge of complete burnout and then what you did and how you discovered freedom in your career and business. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. We're talking today with Yasmin Nguyen and stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, that's ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Deal business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. Wow, what an amazing, powerful, emotional story that Yasmin has just shared with us. And I trust, listeners, that you spent, you know, just a, a little bit while we were listening to the commercials and our sponsors just thinking about your life and, you know, how grateful you can be because that really is the theme for today and it's what Yasmin is actually committed to doing. And so, Yasmin, it wasn't always like that. I mean, well, when I say it wasn't always like that, I mean, you you were always eternally grateful, but you worked hard, you know, you, you were constantly working, working, working. And I'm going to let you tell your story um, because you mentioned in the beginning about being on the verge of complete burnout. So what happened and how did you discover freedom in your career and business? Uh, yeah, so when I, my family and I made it to America growing up, we didn't speak English, we didn't have much money, and, and all I ever wanted was to fit in and to feel important. And I remember in high school when I got my U.S. citizenship, uh, as a part of the process, I got a chance to change my name. Mm -hmm. And my, my original birth name was Tam, T-A-M. Mm -hmm. And as you can imagine, high school kids can be both creative and cruel. And so I heard everything from tamale, tamburger, tamborghini, the, uh, the science and nerds would call me 
sine, cosine, tangent, and and my all-time favorite was tampon. So ah. needless to say, when I had a chance to change my name, I did. And so um, I was thinking of what name did I want? And I remember this girl named Susan who I had the biggest crush on, but I was too shy to talk to her. And she was dating this guy named Steve. And so I thought, well, what if I could be like Steve? And so I ended up adopting that name. And over the course of the next 10 years, I gave up who I was to become someone that I thought I needed to be, to, to fit in, to be more American. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as Steve, um, in order to feel important, I would achieve. And I was class valedictorian. I was president of the band. I was president of the science club. I was in the math club, the French club, the choir, the tennis team, you name it, I got involved because it helped me feel important. And I can imagine, you know, as many of your listeners, many of them are achievers and can relate with that. Mm-hmm. And 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 so when I graduated from college, I um, graduated with a, a very high score and I was recruited to work for one of the top consulting firms. And I remember the first couple of years, I just worked my bum off and and I sat down with my manager one day and he said, you know, you're doing such a great job. We're going to give you a raise. And mm-hmm. I thought, awesome. I'm finally being recognized for all my hard work. And and so as I was looking through the paperwork, I remember uh, something seemed very odd with the number. And as I recalculated them, I realized, wow, that was like a 1% raise. And I thought to myself, I can actually get an extra cup of coffee this week. Ugh. And that was and that was when I realized that I really had very little freedom. I was not appreciated in my career. And so shortly after, I decided to leave the firm and to become an entrepreneur and to finally be free. Well, so I thought. Yes. And so fast forward three years and three businesses later, I'm working on my web and graphics design business. And I was sitting at my desk one day and I saw this ad pop up on my screen for a Robert Kiyosaki seminar. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I remember reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I loved that book. And so I uh, um, so I signed up for the seminar. I was sitting in the front row and the um, the trainer said, you know, you too can make passive income in real estate. And we have a special offer for the first 10 people. And before he could finish his sentence, I leaped out of my chair, I ran to the back of the room and I handed him my credit card to uh, purchase this training. And I didn't want to miss out. I had this, you know, this condition called FOMO, fear mm-hmm. of missing out. And so um, next thing I knew, I had three rental properties and 10 tenants. And so one day I'm sitting at my desk and there was this food competition that popped up on the screen and thought, well, I'm, I love food and I'm pretty good in the kitchen. And so why not enter? And to my surprise, I ended up getting second place for my dipping sauces. And as a part of the prize uh, was a scholarship to work with the innovation center to take my product to market. And I thought, what a great opportunity. I can't miss out on this. And so I said, yes. And I had another case of FOMO. And so now I had a food business. And a friend of mine approached me a few months later and he said, hey, I have this idea to start this social club. Would you be interested in, in starting, you know, starting it with me? We can meet a lot of people. And I thought, what a great opportunity to meet people. And so I said, sure, why not? So I'm starting this social club. So another case of FOMO. Mm-hmm. And then one day I'm sitting at my desk. And you're starting to notice a trend here. I uh, discovered this product that helped photographers take really amazing artistic photos. And I thought, well, why not sell this? And I started an e-commerce business. 
And so before I knew it, I had five different businesses that I was running. I was so stressed out. I slept in my office. I was exhausted. My health was failing. My relationships were suffering. And I was losing money. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day I was walking to work and I was stopping at an intersection waiting for the light to change. And I was in so much pain. And I thought to myself, maybe the pain would go away if I just stepped in front of this bus. <laughs> and I closed my eyes and I imagined what one more day would look like. And I decided to give myself another day. And so I sat at my office desk and this time no ads popped up. I was so burnt out that all I could think of was I just need to stop, drop everything and hop in my car and and just leave. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I got in my car and I drove as far west as I could until I finally got to this place called Cannon Beach. And the minute that I got out there, I got out of my car, I, I, I walked towards the water, I took off my shoes, and I dug my, my toes into the sand, and I closed my eyes. And in that moment, as I took a deep breath, I felt real freedom for the first time. Mm-hmm. I, took, I took another breath, and I reminded myself, this is what it's like to say yes to myself. This is what it's like to take care of the person who takes care of everyone else. And this is what it's like to give myself the freedom and love I deserve. And in that moment, I made a commitment to come back to that place next week. And I did. And then the following week, and then the following week, and then the following week. And then a year and a half later, I had been out to the coast over 52 times. And as a result, I was able to reconnect with myself, rediscover my passions and dreams I had long and forgotten, and I'd gotten clarity on what's most important in my life. And so what I did is I sold all my rental properties. I got rid of all of my businesses except for one. I healed my body. I built up an incredible community of friends, and I, and I created, um, and I, I realized that I had shifted. Mm-hmm from this place of FOMO, scarcity, unworthiness, guilt, shame, struggle, convincing people to now showing up from a place of abundance, love, joy, generosity, gratitude, and incredible relationships and opportunities are coming to me. And I had shifted from this place of what I call FOMO to becoming what I call now a MOFO, which is a manifestor of fantastic opportunities. I love that. And and a mofo, the definition of a mofo is a person who empowers their life with meaning, abundance, growth, generosity, kindness, inspiration, and gratitude to create magnificent relationships, wealth, freedom, love, joy, and community. So that was my, my journey. That was my experience. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely. You know, there were so many things that you were saying there that I can absolutely relate to. And I think a lot of our listeners can relate to that too, particularly the entrepreneurs. You know, we have this shiny bauble syndrome. Oh, there's something else. Uh-huh. Oh, there's something else. Uh-huh. And, and like you, we go, yes, 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 yes. And then <laughs> um, I, I could hear almost a resentment. And I'm speaking for myself here that, you know, when mm-hmm. I say yes, yes, yes. And then afterwards, I think, oh, why did I do that? And then sometimes I'll resent it 
And uh, uh-huh. yeah, and and certainly when you were looking at that bus and stepping in front of it, you know, there's many of time I've said, no, oh, I'm just going to walk into the lake and keep going. <laughs> yeah, all, oh. all over the cliff. So, I uh-huh. you know totally get that. And I love that you said you gave yourself one more day, and then on that next day you said that's it, and you just you you allowed mm-hmm. yourself, you gave yourself the time, which has just turned mm-hmm. everything around, and so. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back from that, what I want to talk to you about is what our people can do that are in that situation who don't believe that they can just Mm -hmm. get in the car and go and have that freedom. Mm So amazing. Stay with us. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and today we're talking with Yasmin Nguyen. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to ShirleyDalton.com slash go slash Mind Movies. Again, at ShirleyDalton.com forward slash go forward slash Mind Movies. Get started today. Sign up right now to create your idea. Business lifestyle. Do you want to get the media to notice you, your brand, or your business? Jess Tonfeld says it's easier than you think. He should know. He set a Guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours. 112 different radio stations. He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and today we're talking with the founder of Gratitude Inspired Living, Yasmin Nguyen. Now, I don't know about you, but some of what Yasmin has been saying to me today, I can totally relate to, and I've actually been sitting there like, oh, yeah, almost not able to breathe, Yasmin. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I really appreciate that, that you're actually sharing that because I know for a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, we think that we have to have the um, – we have to pretend like we have it all together, a bit, bit like your, um, your persona of Steve. You, you know, you're right. in everything and, mm-hmm. and not being yourself. And um, so, what do you say then to the the listeners that are feeling like you were burnout, stressed, having said yes to everything, relationships going down the gurgler because you're working all the time, and you know, not healthy, uh, probably grumpy. And yet they don't feel like they can get in the car and take themselves to the beach. What can they do? Yeah, thanks for asking, Shirley. I, you know, here's one thing that I'd like for you know our audience to, to know is that wherever you're at right now, it's totally possible to make this shift 
from FOMO to MOFO and, and, and that you don't have to go to the coast or take these trips. And one of the strategies that, that I'm going to share with you in just a second is, is what was what really changed everything. And this strategy is called practicing retirement days. And uh, it's, you know, when we think about, you know, retirement, a lot of times we think that that's one of these days when I turn 65 or when I have enough money or when the kids grow up that I'll finally have the freedom to do what I want. And the thing is, is that we never know, you know, um, what can happen between now and, and that time. I mean, we could have a financial crisis, a health crisis, some life event that that you know, it doesn't make it possible. And so if we wait till that time, we, we, we're never, not guaranteed to have it. And so, you know, when we defer our freedom and joy, there's no guarantee that, that it'll be there later. Uh-huh. And it, it, it reminded me of this uh, book by an Australian nurse named Bonnie Ware. I don't know if you've read the book. It's called The Top Five Regrets of uh, the Dying. Um, she had spent the last 12 weeks uh, with people who were were dying, and she asked them, "What regrets did you have, you know, throughout your life, and what would you do differently?" And the top five things that they shared was, first, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not a life that others expected of me. Um, second, I wish I hadn't worked so much. Third, I I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Um, Fourth, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And fifth, I wish I had let myself be happier. And so, you know, yeah. And and so when we think about if today, tomorrow was our last day, you know, would we have any of these regrets? And and really, I, I believe that freedom is a choice that we make in every moment. And uh, a retirement day really is a day in which we choose freedom for ourselves. And that's freedom to rest, freedom to play, freedom to connect, uh, freedom to learn and grow, uh, freedom to dream and explore, and, and freedom to give. And the whole, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the, um, go ahead. Oh. Oh, I'm just, you know, going back to what you were saying then, like uh-huh. from um, Bonnie Weir, and no, I wasn't familiar with that, but I've made a note of that and I'll certainly get that book. Isn't uh-huh. it interesting that the second regret is not is working too much? And mm-hmm. and then, as you say, um, this retirement day, um, it, you take a day, but I, I've heard you say too, you don't necessarily have to take a whole day. Um, it can be rest, playing, as you say, connecting, dreaming and exploring. And, in fact, I was so inspired by mm-hmm. listening to you on your website the other day that I had a heap of work that I was going to do. It was on the Sunday afternoon and I just uh-huh. said to my husband, that's it, we're going to the beach. <laughs> I <laughs> up and went to the beach. And uh, mind you, I still uh-huh. had the work to do, but, uh, oh, gee, it felt good. Yeah. I mean, what was it like for you, you know, coming back from investing time at the beach like that? 
Well, it was really interesting because um, we've just started a new service with our business for called the Marketing Video Agency where we're helping people to market themselves using video. And a friend uh -huh. of mine challenged me to do a Facebook Live. And whilst I'm familiar with being in front of the camera and that didn't faze me, the technology of doing a Facebook Live and I was like, ah. Anyway, going to the beach and then coming back, it's like, okay, let's just get into this. You know, it was a, it was a totally different mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like you said, Shirley, you, you know, you don't have to take an entire day. And so one of the things that I, I share is, is what's called retirement day math. And what that is, is if you were to take, let's say, a day a week, by the end of this year, you would have had 52 days of retirement. Mm -hmm. And and if you take if you take two days a week, you would have had 104. And let's say that maybe you could only take a couple days a month. That's still 26 days of freedom to do whatever you want. That's like three weeks. And so imagine what progress you could make towards your health, your relationship, your passion projects, things that bring you joy if you had an extra three weeks. I love it. I love it. And yeah. And uh, going back to you, you were saying that um, that we make a choice every moment, and mm -hmm. you know, it just that for me is is gold because it's a, that real awareness that really, as entrepreneurs, we think that we're trapped, but really, the only person mm -hmm. that's trapping ourselves is ourselves. Would you agree? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have this illusion that we have to um, take care of everyone. We have to say yes to all these things. And it comes from a, a deep place, I think, uh, of um, worth, unworthiness or feeling like you need to, to, um, uh, to, to take care of all these things. And, and one of the most important things is taking care of ourselves, because when we do, we're able to fully show up from a place that we're really serving others. And so I think that that's something that I experienced personally that um, that gave me some clarity on. Yeah, so I was just going to say, how then has your experience changed the way you design your business lifestyle and what's been that impact? Yeah, well, the the way that I've changed it is I've actually incorporated retirement day practices throughout my calendar for for the entire year and and I have some specific strategies that I'd love to to share with you and and the audience here. How do you make it possible? Because sometimes when we think about allocating you know a day or maybe half a day or a few hours, it it may be really challenging, especially when we have a lot of responsibilities on our plate. And uh, and I think that one of the first things before um, that I had to, that I gained clarity on is distinguishing taking time off and and actually practicing a retirement day. Now, whenever we take time off, you know, we think about taking a vacation or a holiday and, you know, we have a great time. We 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 um, feel recharged. But, you know, have you ever come back from, you know, a, a holiday feeling like you're you're relaxed and then you check your email and then you look at your work and all of a sudden you're right back into that overwhelm and that stress again. Absolutely. Right? Yep, totally. <laughs> or or perhaps you've taken, you know, a day off and you're like, okay, I'm just going to run a few errands. I'm going to get some dry cleaning and all this. And next thing you know, by the end of the day, you've barely had time for yourself. Yes. So, and you've checked so, your email on the go as well. 
<laughs> right, right. I'll just do one email and next thing you know, you're down this whole path. And so really a retirement day is is about and it's setting an intention and having a container for that self-care, for joy, for creativity, for passion, for inspiration. And and really it's about the, the three R's. First is to reconnect, second is to reset, and third is to realign. And when I say reconnect, it's about reconnecting with ourselves. What's most important to us? What makes us happy? A lot of times when we we spend so much energy and effort in a relationship or business, we forget what we want. We forget what's important to us. And so it's really about creating that space to to reconnect with that. You know, resetting really is about resetting our mind, our body, our spirit doing the things that that nourish all of those, whether it be some meditation or going for a run or maybe reading a book, those help reset. And then finally, the, the third component, the realignment part, which is really all about realigning with our purpose, you know, our values, what's most important, and then our direction. It's like going to the chiropractor and get, getting a physical realignment. It's about realigning ourselves so that we actually show up uh, more fully. And so for me, you know, retirement day practice that I do on a regular basis is really a practice of living a great life. It's a practice of being the best version of myself and also a practice of creating these amazing moments that that really matter. And and so in order to, to do this, to make this time, we have to have clarity on on four key components. Why? Why are you having this retirement day? What is it that you want to get out of it? Um, what? You know, what are you actually going to do? Where are you going to go? And when are you going to do it? And and part of this is is actually spending a little bit of time and 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 thinking about that and actually writing it down so that when you do you take that time off, you already have a plan. It's about creating a retirement day plan. And uh, and I think that one of the biggest challenges that I've I've seen when it comes to actually making time is um, one is if you're a parent. And you have family responsibilities beyond beyond work. One of the hacks or the the strategies that I share is is what's called a, a parent or a neighbor swap. Mm-hmm. And and this is how it works. You you approach your your partner and you say, "Honey, would you like to have a day where you could do whatever you want, and I'll take care of the kids, I'll take care of everything, and you could just have that whole day to yourself?" And then most likely they'll say, "Yes, I'd love that." And then you can say, well, me too. So let's look on our calendar and let's schedule your day and let's schedule my day. So it uh, it creates the it opens up uh, the ability to be able to to have, um, you know, that that time for yourself. And, you know, you don't even have to have kids to have that. When um, my husband and I just traveled around Uh America for seven months and we had basically 24-7 where we were living together and being together Uh for this. And when we got back to Australia and I was able to get into my own vehicle and drive on the Uh right side of the road and and I knew the streets and I knew where Uh I was going and I had a day to myself and as I'm driving out of the driveway, I could hear myself going, Yippee! (laughs) (laughs) It was that first day by myself. And, Uh you know, it is. I I really get what you're saying here. It is just so important. But but what I'm hearing also is it's really uh, getting people to give themselves that permission. And as you say, it's it's Mm -hmm. making that choice, you know, every minute. 
Absolutely. And, and like you said, Shirley, every minute, I mean, if you don't have a day, practice a retirement hour, you know, schedule that. Or if you don't have time during the week, rename Sunday and make it retirement Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, and, and really the key is not to, to overwhelm yourself with all of these commitments of time, but it's really about just schedule the next one. When is the next retirement day or hour? And then from that place, then schedule the next one once you're in there. And that makes it more, more accessible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so just quickly then, what's been the impact of that? Because here you were, you said you were, you were busy, busy, busy. You had all of these different um, businesses and, and yet you weren't making money and you weren't mm-hmm. uh, having good relationships. And then, so what happened? Like it, it seems, it seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? That you, you take a day off, like really mm-hmm. a day off, not a pretend day. And things Mm -hmm. change. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I think what I mean, I know what happened for me is by creating that space, I was able to really reconnect with myself to really build a deeper relationship with myself so that when I do show up in my relationships, I'm in more alignment and I'm also connecting with the people who are aligned with me. You know, the decisions that I make in my business now isn't from this place of fear or or missing out but it's a place from what is what is um, most important to me what brings me joy and so now I, I get a chance to have a business where I'm helping um, leaders and organizations uh, break through this this cycle of burnout and stress to really reconnect with themselves and it, it brings me so much joy and and to to be able to feel that freedom and then to inspire others to have that freedom as well so that's, I think that's the bigger, the impact is now I'm really completely aligned my purpose with what I do and, and to be able to see that impact. Love it. Love it. I, I'm just reeling from that. I just think what you have is, is just, it's so, there's full of so much wisdom there. And of course, the wisdom is born of experience. We're going to take a short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shirley Dalton's mission is to inspire, educate, and support you to be, do, have, and feel what you want. That's why she recommends using Mind Movies. Create your very own digital vision board. Take it with you on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. See it, hear it, feel it, have it. Go to Shirley shirleydalton.com slash go slash mind movies again at shirleydalton.com forward slash go forward slash mind movies get started today sign up right now to create your ideal business lifestyle do you want to get the media to notice you your brand or your business just todd says it's easier than you think he should know he set a guinness record for being interviewed the most times in 24 hours 112 different radio stations He can also show you how to get featured on major TV networks and national newspapers. In fact, he's giving away many of his top secrets to listeners of this show. Just go to MediaCheatSheet.com. That's MediaCheatSheet.com to get the free info on creating the media attention you deserve. listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or comment about the program, please go to ShirleyDalton.com and send a voicemail or use the contact form. That's ShirleyDalton.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton and today we're talking with the founder of Gratitude Inspired Living 
Yasmin Nguyen, sorry, I just I lost myself then. I was just thinking about, you know, <laughs> talking about reclaiming our freedom and, and the whole conversation today has been around that and I'm so grateful to you for it, Yasmin, because I think it's a conversation that people would love to have but not necessarily allow themselves to have it. And, you know, a lot of times we won't allow ourselves to to take any time off. It's it's all I know for myself, it's almost like I feel guilty. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I should be doing something else. And as you say, this achievement, you know, we've got to keep going, we've got to keep doing. And, and I love that you've shared some strategies with us today and been able to share how you've, by incorporating what you called your retirement day practice, you've now been able to create a business that really serves you and serves others, um, creating much more abundance and better relationships. And I just want to recap on a couple of things there. One of the strategies that you gave us was to have a to plan for our retirement day and actually put it in the calendar. But you said you need to be able to get clarity. So why are we having it? What do we want to do? Where do we want to go? And when do we want to do it? And you said to to think about that and then write it down. And then you, I love, I just want to come back briefly to what you call the MOFO, the Manifestor of Fantastic Opportunity. And I, I just love that. You know, I just, I really think that that's so important that, um, in fact, I've got a couple of clients who are on the opposite. You know, they, they talk about the FOMO all the time and I can't mm -hmm. wait for them now to go and say, well, actually, you know, you could turn that around and <laughs> become a manifesto. <laughs> So, so tell us a little bit more about that and your one million acts of gratitude. Yeah, thank you, Shirley. You know, when it when I thought about FOMO, which was a condition that I experienced so much, I, I wanted to reclaim again, like my freedom and and my experience in the world. And and part of this is also reclaiming this this word mofo. There's certainly a negative connotation in the past of what it is, but part of it is is really redefining it. And part of it is naming it manifestor fantastic opportunities, which means that the way that we show up, we can literally attract and and we can bring to our lives these amazing relationships and and business opportunities and and joy and and part of that is making space for ourselves through a retirement day practice and the other component is through a practice of gratitude and really when I think about gratitude, I, I again I go back to my story of my parents and and how they sacrificed for me to be here but you know, when we think about gratitude, it's so it's sometimes it's very high level. And what I'm very committed to doing is to bring it down so it becomes very practical, actionable, and simple, so that we can incorporate it into our our relationship with ourselves, with others, as well as with our community. And so through my podcast, the Gratitude Hacks podcast, we share those very tangible, actionable ways so that we can inspire at least a million acts of gratitude this year. And as a result, I believe that that's really going to make a difference in how we experience and we show up and how we make a difference in the world. Oh, look, and I have to say, I listened to a couple of your podcasts there and I just love the gratitude sprint. Um, you know, that little, and that little girl just uh -huh. expressing that. So for listeners, you, you have to go on and see um, Yasmin's website and just for our listeners, tell them what that is, please. The, the website is gratitudeinspiredliving.com and the podcast is on there. Information about the retirement day practice is on there as well too. 
Yeah, yeah, you have to go on and have a look at this because here's this little girl, I don't know, what would she be, about two or three, uh-huh. and she's standing on the bathroom sink looking in the mirror and this gratitude sprint for 30 seconds to a minute where she's just expressing, I love this, I love my hair, I love my house, <laughs> I love this. And it's like, it, I mean, it was so uplifting. And, and as you say, if you're in a bad mood, just do a gratitude sprint. And, you know, I love that on your your podcast you've got so many tips around just mm-hmm. how as you say for gratitude to to be able to practice it it's got to be actionable and it's got to be simple and and I think sometimes a lot of people who have talked about gratitude in the past don't give us those little easy hacks mm-hmm. that you're giving us we got any more oh goodness um we have a a we just released an episode this week on how to incorporate gratitude with children in schools. And one of the most powerful um, episodes here, it's a little bit longer. So I invite you to, to listen. And, um, but you know, when I think about gratitude, there's, there's three different levels and gratitude 1.0, 2.0 and 3.0. And 1.0 is really about an appreciation for yourself because everything starts there. And then 2.0 is really about expressing appreciation and gratitude with another person, deepening that relationship. And then gratitude 3.0 really is about sharing a moment of gratitude in a community so that they, witnessing it, then are inspired to to exponentially um, practice and in, 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 in get engaged in gratitude. So that's a framework to, to think about as we, um, as we look to different ways to, to practice gratitude. And that last one, Gratitude 3.0, sharing a moment of gratitude in a community, mm-hmm. would you say that your Facebook community there and your million acts of gratitude would be an example of that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. Uh, that or even even in this particular forum where where let's say that, you know, you know, Shirley, thank you so much for having this, for investing your time and your commitment and your energy and your love in doing this podcast and sharing this message because it impacts so many lives and inspires so many people. And what a gift um, to be a part of this and to um, for me to be able to to share some wisdom with others so that they can take some action. And so this this message that I just shared with you is a gratitude 3.0 because now we have listeners witnessing this moment and they too then can be inspired to take action as well. Okay and I'm sitting here (laughs) red-faced because (laughs) isn't that interesting how our reaction to things because we're not generally uh, conditioned or brought up with people expressing their gratitude and saying nice Mm -hmm. things to us you know there's plenty of people that will tell us what we've done wrong (laughs) Mm -hmm. but to actually be appreciated and to be appreciated public publicly um and perhaps that's some education that you might need to give us too yasmin in in how Uh to accept it graciously so thank you (laughs) you're welcome absolutely All right, so I just want to finish up then with the million acts of gratitude. You've got some hashtags, haven't you? So for people when they're inspired to uh, express their gratitude for things, how how do you do it? How do we play? Yes, so on social media, whether it be on Facebook, Instagram, whenever you are expressing or experiencing a moment of gratitude, use the hashtag 1MGratitude. 
and that stands for One Million Gratitude, and that, that helps us uh, together create a, a better world and relationships and experience here. Absolutely love it, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's it's a much-needed conversation. Uh, first of all, you, you, we want to be able to give ourselves the permission to be able mm -hmm. to take the time and make make space for ourselves. That was number one that you were saying. And um, and what you've called the retirement day practice and then getting clear about that and, um, and looking at your intention for that, you know, what you call the three R's, to reconnect with ourselves, to reset our mind, body, spirit, what makes us happy, and then to realign with our purpose, values, and direction. And then, of course, it's having the practice of gratitude. And then you talked about three levels of gratitude. Gratitude 1.0, appreciation for ourself. 2.0, expressing appreciation and gratitude with another person. And then 3.0, sharing a moment of gratitude in the community. And, uh, and I want to thank you for that. So um, where can people find you um, if they want to learn more or engage you? I know you're a fabulous speaker, so people might want you to come and talk to their groups. Yeah, thank you, Shirley. Uh, people can find me on gratitudeinspiredliving.com. And for your listeners, I'd like to set up a, a special opportunity to invite those who are looking to create a retirement day practice and need some support and help in doing so. I have a, a complimentary 30-minute call that um, that they can, um, you know, invite them to have that conversation so I can support them and so they can actually really have a breakthrough and, and a transformation this year. And I'll set up a special link at gratitudeinspiredliving.com forward slash freedom and that'll be a special place just for your listeners. Fantastic. Well, that gives me an opportunity to practice Gratitude 3.0 and to say thank you. <laughs> that is very, very generous of you. And listeners, I, I really would encourage you to take Yasmin up on that. Well, what an amazing and inspirational story. Thank you so much, Yasmin, for sharing with us today. I can certainly see why you would call your business Gratitude Inspired Living. And it's been very humbling listening to you. Oh, thank you so much, Shirley, for the opportunity to be here and to connect with you and, and your audience. Well, listeners, that's all we have time for today. Perhaps like me, you'll now implement what Yasmin has shared with us and go gratefully into your day. Yasmin has certainly shared his tips for creating more freedom in your business and your life, which is the purpose of our radio show, Reclaim Your Freedom, bringing you the experts to help you create your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next week for an inspirational and educational edition. Until then, be sure to implement what you've learned today to create your ideal business lifestyle. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here for the next show.